0: With a look back over the weekend sport action, this is Full Time on KCLR.
1: Yes, a very good evening, everybody. Welcome into Full Time with myself, Martin Quilty. On the last day of July, hard to believe it. It is the thirty-first. Tomorrow is the first day of August. How have we all been? Did you all enjoy your weekend? Because I know I certainly did. Really enjoyed being out in Ballykeef Amphitheatre on Saturday with Shannon and Tara. We had so much fun out there, and we have lots to cover on the show as well this evening. I am being joined in studio very shortly by a speed cubing competitor. Now if anyone don't know what this is, it's unbelievable and mesmerizing and we're going to meet with a very young man that will be here shortly with us. Sean Dempsey, who is the Erin's Own senior hurling manager, will be in uh, on joining me on the telephone line, I should say, even later on. Terence Kelly is going to be discussing all things Carlow hurling championship. We'll have a sports roundup. We'll also announce the electric player of the week coming up. who knows what else will be thrown in in the meantime but first of all I am delighted to be joined in studio by Jack Carr and his mum Ethel a mammy 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 a mammy might know Ethel from Tip Top Shoes of course in Kilkenny and Carlow but she is here with her son Jack and Jack is into Rubik's Cubes and speed cubing Jack how are you this evening? Good So tell us how did you get involved in Rubik's Cubes?
2: Um, like basically how everyone else um, I like, I had one sitting around and I didn't know how to solve it. Then like one day, I just wanted to learn how to solve it. And that was like two years ago now. Well,
1: you have a bag in front of me here yeah. and they are all <laughs> different shapes and sizes. I always assumed a Rubik's cube was square and you just moved it in movements to try and do it. But you're showing me square ones, triangle ones, clock ones. Yeah. You name it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, sure. Um And I believe that you can do a Rubik's cube, Anywhere under about sixteen seconds, give or take. What's your best? Eight. Eight seconds. Yeah. Did you take me eight hours to try and do it? (laughs) You do it in eight seconds.
3: Uh, Yeah. He done it, and that was a competition that he done. He got the eight seconds, and that was in competition. Competition, so which is brilliant, which brought him up to.
2: Twentieth oh, in Ireland.
3: Twentieth in Ireland for the, wow. for the three by three. Yeah. Yeah. Twentieth place in Ireland, like which is great.
1: So tell us about these competitions because obviously I've been talking to your mum last week as well, and they're not only in Ireland. You get to go around the world and yeah. see different places as well. So tell us about a few of them. Where have you been?
2: Um. Well, my first competition was actually in Kilkenny, and that was a year ago, like last week, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So and you're
1: only re- you're only speed cubing. With less than two years of Competing, yeah. year. Competing a year. Competing. A year, and you're 20th yeah. already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And
3: he's only 13. <laughs> he's only yeah.
1: 13. Only a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, what other exotic places have you got to visit over your uh, last 12 months?
2: Um, well, last week we went to Limerick. Yeah. And this weekend we have one in Kilkenny.
3: We've been to Wexford, we've been to Cork, yeah. we've been. Like, you know, there are full weekends. they are two-day competitions most of the time. Um, The Kilkenny one now this weekend is in Loretto. And that's a two-day event, but you can only do one, can't you? Yeah, you can only do one day. One day.
1: Okay, and obviously this takes you... You can go around the world with this as well, Ethel, because there is many competitors, not only from Ireland, but thousands around the world as well. So tell us a small little bit about that.
2: It's massive. Like, you can tell me about it. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Um mm-hmm. around, every weekend there's around like 40 competitions in everywhere around the world might mean like Korea the world championships this year in Korea uh South Korea um mm-hmm. uh, like there could be con- uh, competitions in like Colombia or somewhere random Spain. Would you like to go
1: to the world someday? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a bit too far away now though.
1: Well, you never know. It's something to aim though for. But yeah. Obviously, yeah. do you have to qualify for the Worlds with this game or can you just appear and just do you your your stuff when you're there? Yeah.
2: yeah, you don't need to qualify. You can just go. You just register. But you need to register. Yeah, and need to register. It costs money sometimes to register. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah.
3: Yeah, every time we, we right. register for a competition it is it, it like we do have to pay to register to register into the competition. Um it's not much around to go around Ireland like it's Grant. But obviously then you're staying overnight. But they're long days. Like you have to be yeah. there at nine o'clock in the morning um, for registration and then if he gets through to the next round you're kinda of, you're pretty much there Two full days from pretty much nine till six, seven, seven even. Yeah. It depends on how long the competition goes, you know.
1: So tell us about a day then, because I've obviously seen a couple of your videos that your mum has put up on her social media account. So mm. when you're there mm. sitting at a table and you have a Rubik's Cube in front of you, obviously you don't know what pattern is being put in front of you. So you do get yeah. a couple of seconds to have a look at it just to see, do you, before you get to, to have the go at it of completing it?
2: Yeah, you get 15 seconds of inspection where you can look around the cube. You're supposed to take around 12 seconds. If you go to over 15 seconds, you get two seconds added onto your time. Mm-hmm. And if you go over 17 seconds, it's a did not finish. So basically, you just like, like, I don't know, like, you, can't, you, <laughs> you can't basically, do you don't finish yeah. the solve. Yeah. Yeah, obviously so you've ne- s-
1: that's never happened to you no. because I've been looking at the videos no. and it literally takes you about eight or nine seconds yeah. to have a look at it and then yeah. You're, yeah. you're gone. In a- right, obviously we can't do a live here at the minute because I'm in studio here yeah. on my own. But what we are going to do is we are going to record a video of Jack if he's okay of doing a Rubik's Cube and solving yeah, one for us. So we are going to do this and... Etel, your ma'am, is going to time you for me while I yeah. do <laughs> the video. So I'm going to ask I'll you just to push time. your microphone out of the way for me for one small second so you can push it either way. There you go. Uh, and I'm going to just turn that off for a second. And I have my video and the phone ready to go here. So we'll give you a countdown from three.
3: Oh yeah, you have to yeah. Oh, I have, to me- you have to I have to
1: it. mess it up. All oh, right. <laughs> okay. So, uh this is going do you to be want me hard right, scramble it. I right, leave you I'll scramble it and scramble it. I'm go- I'm going to video it right. so that we can see that ma'am Ethel Being here scrambled. is scrambling it up no every idea, kind yeah. of like a way.
3: you do in competitions, they have scramblers. And they scramble certain patterns or whatever, like. Yeah. But I don't have a clue how to scramble that. So I'm literally just mixing
1: <laughs> it up. There you go. Right. Done. Okay. So, it, so Jack has it in front of him. <clears throat> He's obviously taking a look. So yeah. you'd give me a thumbs up when you're I ready. Do. Uh,
3: ready. Ready.
1: Okay. Three, two, one. Off we go. Okay. This is mesmerizing. He's concentrating so much, and I don't want to say too much because, obviously, you have to be fairly quiet to do that. Look at it. It's almost done, amazing. Oh, getting close, getting c- well, done
3: 14 seconds. Wow, yeah. okay, pint, 14.35 seconds.
1: That's not bad. Like, I mean, your mum did scramble that up pretty oh, yeah. good. Like, so that is unbelievable. That's 14 perfect. seconds oh, yeah. to do a Rubik's Cube, and that video will get that put up uh, online as well later on. As well, but well done. You obviously have a competition this weekend, as you said, in Kilkenny. Um, so do you know how many competitors will be taking part in it roughly?
2: You know 80. That. Oh, back. Oh, yeah. Put 80, back. 80 per day i think isn't
3: it yeah 80 yeah. per day
2: so yeah. since we can only go one day and co- like compete one day um there's 80 per day and um so like if you go one day you can't go the other day um just in the because yeah,
3: it's a smaller venue it's a smaller
2: all. venue yeah Whereas so, most
3: competitions, you have two days and you can yeah. you can compete in the two days as well. But um, and he's he's also number. He's I, I was just bringing this up. You know, yeah, this one, yeah,
1: the the, yeah. the clock is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. Um, and you are actually <laughs> the fourth best competitor in Ireland yeah. at doing the clock. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah.
1: I I mean I'm I'm looking at this thing and I'm how in God's name can somebody even attempt to try and fix this out? But Jack. Fair play to you. Keep doing what you're doing and no doubt uh, we'll be having a jack car up in lights all over uh, <laughs> yeah. Ireland in the next yeah. couple of years as being a world champion. Well, do you know I on Netflix,
3: so. There's a I, I watched it myself last night, the Speedcubers on Netflix. That's a really good one for anyone or any child has interest in the in Rubik's Cuban. And that shows you the competitions, the worlds. Now there's actually a chap that competes with him all the time, Kieran Bean, and he is actually in that Netflix film as well. But um I guess brilliant. There's another chap from Kilkenny doing it as well. Um, um, Richard Madden and then there's another chap from just Lee, she's his mammy is from Kilkenny, Dottie. So yeah, there's like there's definitely you know, people are starting to get into it a little bit more. But there is a lot more than just a tree by 3 <laughs> as you can see. Well, there
1: certainly is. There's, yeah. there's a bag full of Rubik's Cubes here to yeah. practice on. And uh, Jack, as I said, no doubt you are going to be very, very successful. Uh, even at a young age of 13, you already are, yeah. so fair play yeah. to you and all you have achieved. For anybody who does want to get into Rubik's Cubing or speed cubing itself, have you any advice for them?
2: Um, really just look up a tutorial on YouTube. That's how I learned. And that's how like everyone else learned. So there's no trick. You, you just know,
1: practice, you know, practice, practice, practice.
2: Yeah.
3: Practice to get faster. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, isn't it? Like you cube every day. Yeah,
1: most every like. day. Your mum even tells me you cube on holidays. Like yeah. that, that's how dedicated you yeah. are. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jack and Ethel thanks yep. a million for coming in and joining thanks us here million, right? it has been fascinating and if anybody else out there because obviously speed cubing is an individual sport yep. and we would love to hear from anybody else that is involved in individual sports that may not be in the public domain that much we would love to hear from you and as I say that video will be up later on and you can see Jack in action as well so Jack the very best of luck at the weekend Ethel and thank Jack thank you for coming thank in and joining much, me Martin. on full time when we come back I'm going to be talking to Sean Dempsey who was the Air and Zone senior hurling manager because obviously the matches are up and running this weekend coming but I have a quick break to take don't go anywhere full time on KCL or well, thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at
0: Lahartz the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Lahartzvolkswagen.ie your Monday night sports show full time on KCL
1: with Martin Quilty Wow, that was unbelievable. Mesmerising as such to be watching Jack just fiddling away with the fingers and trying to fix that Rubik's Cube. It is absolutely fascinating. We are available. If you want to get in contact with us on The dinners Ready, text our WhatsApp phone or text 083 306 9696. You can't actually phone, my apologies. It's only a text or WhatsApp number. So that's 083 306 9696 with your comments or, as we say give us an indication whether you're involved in an individual sport. We would love to hear from you. You can also do that via my email and that is at martinquilty at kclr 96 fmcom Right, as I said earlier, the club championships are starting in Kilkenny at the weekend, starting on Friday night. And Dennis Bridge is going to be taking on Aaron's own, and that is our big match live on Friday night. One of many, which I'll be giving you the details of later on. I am delighted to be joined this evening by the Aaron's own senior hurling manager, Sean Dempsey. Sean, how are you this evening, good sir? Good now at the moment.
4: Nice and breezy outside, but I looking out the window, everything is
1: grand. Exactly. Well, I suppose everything has been getting prepared uh, for this upcoming weekend coming because it is the start of the St. Kenneth's Credit Union Senior Hurling League Championship. It is Bennett's Bridge versus Ayrn Zone. It's in Freshford on Friday evening, Sean, at 7 o'clock. So I suppose it's been a long time waiting to come. The inter-county season is over. The hurlers are finished. It's now time to get down to the nitty-gritty of the club championships. And how are you looking forward to it this year?
4: Oh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, you know, for me, it's the first year uh, managing uh, these, these lads, and so having the long lead-in for me, what isn't the problem, has actually probably helped. You know, instead of going in maybe in the April or May, time of the year playing important you know, matches. But um, no, it, it, it's, it's been OK, you know, nearly everyone is home from holidays and other bits and pieces, so um, we'll look, we're looking OK.
1: I suppose from a manager's point of view, when you have the split season the way it is and you're not really starting the club championship until the All-Ireland is finished, you're lucky to be there. Um, how do you find preparation for that coming into it, especially since you have a couple of fellas that is involved with the intercounty scene? Yeah, well,
4: well the way I look at it, I try to look at that as positive as I can. Like they're in there training with Kilkenny and practising with Kukenny, and that, that, that level is, would be very high, obviously. Uh, and so when they come back, to us like we hope, we hope, and they are, you know, they're going to add something to uh, to the training that we have, you know, what I mean? and maybe a bit of professionalism and you know that little bit more of a of a, a knowledge of how to get things done. And uh, of course, then we'll have a couple of young lads maybe coming onto the squad and that type of thing. And you know, they set a good example for them. So I mean, you know, some people think the county gets in the way, but I'm actually a you know, supporter that the county would. As many players, or we'd
1: have as many players as we can in the county squad. I suppose with the the group, the way it is shown with yourselves, Benness um, Bridge, the Shamrocks, James Stevens, Glenmore, and Grey Belly Callan. There's not too many easy matches in any of those teams that I've called out, there especially with the the Shamrocks being involved in it as well. But Benness Bridge is your first game uh, this coming Friday, as I said earlier. Both he got the same stage last year, the quarterfinals, Bennett's Bridge were beaten by James Stevens, who we now know that were beaten by uh Ballyhead Shamrocks in the final yourselves got to the quarter final against Toleran. It was a tough enough battle. There was only three points in it in the end, so how do you see the game against Bennett's Bridge going at the weekend?
4: Well obviously well, we're hopeful that we can we can get a, a positive result. Uh... It's not going to be easy, you know, when we've done a bit of due diligence and had a look at the squad that has, you know, the good players, good players have to come back from the county to help as well, so, uh, you know, I mean, it'll be nip and tuck, uh, but but that's the sort of game that you probably want going into playing the Shamrocks the following week. Um, We're we're hopeful that we can perform, you know, we've mixed the good with the bad during the league and with, you know, a few challenge matches, but, you know, we it was always about trying to beat Dennis Bridge in the first round. We we haven't been looking beyond that at any stage this year. Now, to be honest with you,
1: uh, I suppose coming into the game as well as you said, the Conor Fogarty and Conor Delaney being part of the panel, they're going to be very very fit coming in. But they're also. I don't like you as an elder people coming into it but they're probably two of your your leaders within the team as well so how important is it to have them fellas mixing it up with the youth that you have coming through the system there as well
4: vital. It's you know what i are mean? you know, not going to try and fool you nothing like that Conor Ford he is you know, less than 50-50 for so whether he's going to be available for us at the weekend um, because of that like, not he took him the all Ireland final but um, yeah it's important to have him around there you know what I mean to have that experience and you know I the. the, the it's not just the experience they had that bit of craft as well you know what I mean the, the learn how to win if you're playing and if it's any jersey you learn how to win and so hopefully that, that will be an example that we'll be able to show
1: on Friday. The game's come taken fast Sean um, five games in total in the group I suppose it is important to get the first one under your belt and to try and get a result out of it but if it doesn't go your way it's not as if there's a shortened period that's there. You have a chance of making the, the games up, and obviously, everyone goes into the, the knockout stages, but you know you want to be doing your best and not to be down at the bottom fighting into a relegation battle. So, to get a good, a good start would be vital for yourself and the team going into the, the remainder of the group games. Oh, uh,
4: yeah, we, we recognise that you know, we're going to be up against it in every match and we're hoping that we're going to put the opposition up against for the matches as well. Um we we have been tired of this one. You know, there's no point in saying any different. Uh we want to try and get their performance over ourselves on, on Friday. Fridays and uh, you know, you don't really know what you have until the first round of the championship proper comes around. And I know you don't the any of the league but uh, I just think it's if it's championship it's championship. Just there's no no question about that. So, we, we'll have a better idea, you know, probably, you know, maybe 20 minutes into the match whether, first of all, if we want to be competitive, and secondly, if, you know, if we have enough equality to get us over the line. And uh, we can't do any more than that. We've prepared as well as we can uh, in terms of, you know, coaching sessions, in terms of matches, all, all that type of stuff. And we've done a good analysis on ourselves over the last couple of weeks and what we need to be trying to do. And, um, Hopefully it'll work out for us on Friday evening.
1: Going forward, you, you're a leash man as well, which nobody holds that against anybody else. Obviously, for most of you, people that don't know, he's obviously related to the great Mick Dempsey as well, who has been involved with Kenny Hurland for many a year. So I suppose, John, you know a lot of the players as well um, and the strengths of a lot of these teams. So when you come in, did you get a buy-in from the players, like with your style of play or your philosophy and thinking? Because it may obviously be different to other managers that have been there previously.
4: Um, I I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, my philosophies are pretty simple around it, you know, first of all you have to make yourself competitive and second you have to be a clean player. Uh, and you have to get, get in there and try and win the, the, the dirty ball as they call it. Uh Kukini, a and new team in Kulkeny, as from what you've seen over the years, that that that's the basis on on, on which to guess get results they always have very crafty players up front so we need to try and get ball to them as quick as we can uh, and see where it goes but did they get by him? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, these, these fellas know they're representing themselves and representing the club. Someone like me is only coming in and try to maybe organise a few bits pieces around the around the edges. The, the, our training has been good in terms of the numbers. Uh, the lads are honest in terms of you know if they're working or something on. They just come up straight up front and say, "Look, this is the way it is," uh, and, and we accept that. You know what I mean? We're not trying to run their lives or. But, uh, no, we're, we're we're I'd be happy. Yeah, I'm happy. yeah
1: Compared to the the format and leash that you might be uh, familiar with as well, up that neck of the woods, how do you find the league championship and the structures the way it is done in Kilkenny because obviously, as we say, there is a lot of games that come taken fast. Would you rather that uh, to have them playing week in week out, or would you rather a small little bit of a break in between the matches? Um,
4: I think circumstances kind of declare what you, what you prefer to have, but normally it's in hindsight. You know, if you pick up an injury or two, obviously you might prefer if you'll get a week, extra week between matches and things like that. But if you, if you start off well and you're and you're winning, why not keep it going? That's that you know that's that's the way I look at it. Um, if we can get a win at the weekend, we'll be looking forward to the following weekend. We won't be thinking we only have a week to recover. We'll be looking forward to it. Um, and, and you know, I know it's a little bit different in, in Leash. It's it's a bit more spread out. But uh Kenny is a due due respect for them, they're more of a one code county. And and they're they're that's the way they do it and it's been successful for a long time, so what, why would they change?
1: Yeah well we're certainly all looking forward to the club games starting and no better way to start off our our club campaign with uh, a live game between Aaron's Own and Bennett's Bridge at the weekend as I said a 7 o'clock throw-in in in Freshford on Friday evening Sean many thanks for joining me on uh, full time here this evening it's been a pleasure talking to you no doubt we will be doing it um, further down the line when the games come taken fast with yourselves but to yourselves and to Aaron's own the very best of luck on Friday night and for the championship campaign going forward and thanks a million again
4: thanks very much you're welcome
1: yeah that was indeed Sean Dempsey they are having a chat with me on Aaron's own prospects of the senior league and championship Uh, the league part of that is starting on Friday and as I said that is going to be one of our big games coming up we had five games a while back live on KCLR over the weekend. We're going for a record this weekend because we are aiming to do seven live games. Yes, you heard that correct. Seven live games over the weekend and I will be giving you details of all them a little bit later on. But first of all, we have another quick break to take. When we come back we'll be moving to Carlo and discussing all things Carlo Hurling there because they're down to their knockout stages, semi-finals to be precise, and they're coming up over the next couple of days as well. And Terence Kelly will be going through them all with me right after this quick break. Don't go anywhere.
0: Full-time on KCL Ore. With thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at La Hearts, The home of Skoda in Kilkenny. lahartsskoda.ie Looking back over the weekend action. Full-time on KCL Ore with Martin Quilty
1: can't be a bit of Declan Ernie or a holy in the kitchen but maybe this man is having a holy in his tractor as well listening to Dermot or to Declan Ernie I should say but who knows but Terence Kelly is going to discuss things hurling with me at this moment in time Terence how are you this evening good sir
5: I'm good, Martin. I'm good. Yeah, the rain is lashing down here, but listen,
1: that's not unusual. <laughs> it's certainly. I suppose it is for this time of year. Like we'd expect a, a nice bit of sunshine, or that is supposed to be the summer, but we haven't seen much of the summer so far, which I suppose is indicative to good hurling because the games, the group games, were all finalised last weekend, especially for the senior championships. And let's be fair, they were probably dead rubbers. You know, there was a lot of ducks involved in them. Um, very high scoring games very one-sided games as well which is a bit unfortunate for anybody that did turn up to him but unfortunately that's just the way things go and uh, we're down now to the semi-final stages so first of all do you want to say anything on the games over the weekend?
5: Well, listen, we probably had one of the better games of the Championship there at the weekend. Uh, Bangingstown and Killen were playing, and you know, I would think it probably was the best game of this year's Championship, as you were saying, Martin. There have been some very one-sided victories. As I said, on Sunday, there was a massive victory for Rangers against Nave Breed and also for St. Martin's uh, against Nave Owen. Two huge victories, but you know, getting back to the game Friday night, nice, uh, Killen and Bangingstown, this was a neighbourly clash, great stuff. I know there was a lot of a lot of uh, bragging rights at stake as well as everything else like but um, yeah Bangstown got out by um got out by a point uh 314 to 216 in a game where you'd have to kind of admire the whole enough to doyle brothers craig and jake dial i tell you they were very very good jake i've been watching jake since he's come out of the cradle and i'll say he's been a very very decent underage player up along got two cracking goals in the first half apparently he got a bit of an injury before half time. He was little seen in the second half. And his brother uh, his brother Craig who's been he's the captain of the team. He's been around with and County for many, many years. But you know, as I said that it's it's uh, you know, I said he has been doing it all his life. He's a lovely hurler. Very, very neat operator, very good free taker, but you know as I said that he's uh, the captain and he's carrying the team like you know, well he has plenty of players with him, but he, he's still a huge influence on the team. And for Ballantillan you know, Kieran William, we were speaking all year about about uh, you know Carl being so scarce in players, and Kieran was one of those players that was missing through injury, and you know Sean Murphy, and there was a few others you know missing, and but Kieran was back. He was back at the weekend, and I just was, there was exhibition so He was brilliant. Uh, he got maybe a goal in eight or nine points, but his distribution of the ball was was easy, easy and eye, to say the least. Now he was he, he was excellent, like you know. So listen, there was. Uh, the winners, like the winners, were going to play. Uh, the winners were going to play uh, Mount Nester Rangers, and the losers were going to play St. martins So, so Bangestown, so Bangestown Gales, uh, won by a point. So Bangestown Gales play Mount Nester Rangers next Sunday in the semi-final.
1: I think is that two o'clock. You're dead right. Uh, that that is, is yeah, that is the first game. Yeah, it's at. It's a double header in netwatch Colin Park and that is yeah. the first game Mount to Rangers versus Bagnell Sound and three thirty Nave Mullen uh, or Nave Molling I should say versus Ballin and it has a throw in of 3.45 and both those games will be live Right. Yeah, 3.45 terms right, right. yeah. and they will be live yeah, with yeah, ourselves yeah. here on KCLR but before we get to the semi-finals because I have no doubt Robbie will probably be previewing them ones um, on Friday evening on Scoreline but there's other semi-finals that's down for decision as well the first of them is taking place on Wednesday evening coming that is out in the training centre there in Fena, and again it's Mount Leinster Rangers involved they're playing Ballin Killen it has a 7.30pm and this is in the JJ Kavanagh and Sons Junior Hurling Championship semi-final, the first of them so how do you see this one going Terence? Yeah in
5: fact now I thought it was in, in, in the Cullen Park but you know you could be right, I'm, I'm not saying I know it all uh, anyway listen how like they haven't played one another this year it's generally like there's a league basis in they're like as the same as in, in the senior you kind of suss them out uh, speaking with Ballin man there yesterday speaking with him today you think Ballon Killen have a good little junior team. Now I think Rangers have a midland junior team itself, so it's very, very hard to call this nice day with our own lads. As I said, I have seen him playing three times. I haven't seen Ballon play junior being answered this year. But uh, Rangers have a little bit of experience as well as some youngsters, like the like the Vedi Cody's back playing centre back and uh, you know, the most the second most capped player in Carla Horland and listen they have a few they have a few all players that have been given, that have been, you know, under their steps in their clubs and their parish and their families, great credit down through the years. So, I give a cautious vote among against the Rangers in the junior.
1: I'm just looking here now I just have confirmed it as well because Carlo Ga has confirmed it on their Twitter account earlier today as well that it is in the training centre in Fenna. Mount Leinster Clen- right. Rangers uh, turns three teams involved in semi-finals over this weekend come and they have their match on Wednesday they also have an intermediate hurling semi-final against Bagnallstown Gales on Friday evening at half past seven that game is also a net watch Cullen Park and then obviously the match on Sunday the Semi final, the senior one against Bagnallstown Gales. I mean, for a club to have three teams that's competing strongly enough in all of the semi finals as they do nearly every year, it's credit to the club.
5: Well, it is, like there's only a few clubs in the county, you you know, but you have to give credit, like, to Bangstone Gales too. Like, they have three teams also. And, uh, you know, no, in fact, I think they have three. Yeah, I I would say once have three, yeah. I think Bangstone Gales uh, have three also. But it's not easy. It's not easy. Like, and I, uh, the lads played Bangaston games yesterday, in, uh it was what you call a dead rubber. Like the winners were playing one another anyway. Like on 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 Friday night in the, in the semi-final, they played one another yesterday. It was the game that kind of uh, ended the year, uh, kind of earlier player got injured. Anyway, but uh, Rangers were leading by, I think it was two points or three points at the time. But listen, both teams were missing a number of players. I am told. And uh, it'll be interesting. But Rangers will be disappointed if they don't beat Bangstown on, on, on Friday night. Like, you know, just listen to them. They were missing a couple of players yesterday. and But, uh, you know, we're a fairly full squad. But I was impressed enough, like, with Bangstown's second team. I didn't think they would be as good. I didn't think they would be as good. But listen, I will I will kind of go with uh, cautious vote to Mount Lancaster Rangers again.
1: OK, well it certainly could be a, a busy period of time for themselves there but just to, to recap on those games coming up the first one is the junior semi-final that's Wednesday evening in the training centre in Fennah Mount Cleanster Rangers versus Ballin Kill and have 7 throw-in then in the second semi-final in Netwatch Cullen Park on Saturday it is Borin Rangers versus Clin- Kildavan Cluny Gall, I should say and that has a 7.30pm throw-in while in the intermediate semi-finals as Terence has alluded to already it is Mount Cleanster Rangers Rangers versus Bagnallstown Gales and that is a Netwatch Cullen Park with a 7.30pm throw in that's Friday evening and on Saturday also a Netwatch Cullen Park Nave Mowling versus Nave Owen and that has a 6.45pm throw in there Um, so just to be wary of that and as we said the senior semi-finals then which will be live here on KCLR on Sunday with ourselves the first of them is Mount Leinster Rangers versus Bagnallstown Gales and the second one is Nave Mowling versus Ballonkill and first with 2pm throw second has a 3.45pm throw so from what you've seen Terence uh, so far over all of the games is it Nave Mollings to lose do you think or can anyone challenge him for the title
5: listen there will be challenges like but you know will they be good enough I said Nave Moll have been kind of only in second gear so far and winning their games comfortably enough Uh, the game against against Mount Leinster Rangers uh, there was only a point in it at half time but they went on to win it by either 5 points or 6 points but both teams were missing a couple on the day, also. Like, you know, like James Dyler wasn't playing for St. Mullins, a huge cog in any wheel, like, you know. But, uh, no, I said most people expect that St. Mullins are the team to win the semi final. And a lot of hurling people will kind of expect maybe Rangers should beat Bynestown, also. Like, they had a victory over them, or, uh, well, already a comfortable victory enough over them, you know. But,. Like Bangles Town I saw him playing a couple of games early on, and had gone back so much. But the last day, I was impressed enough with him. Now, like against in a different outfit, you know, a different outfit altogether. And either Eddie has kind of got the, got, you know, got the tune going with him. I don't know or not, but it may not be as simple as people think because we had a victory over him already. That doesn't mean that can happen, you know, the second time. I still would give a cautious vote to Mount Lynn Surrenders to beat Bangles Town, but. Like that, like they have to be careful.
1: As simple as that. Yeah, well, they certainly do. Well, we're going to be looking forward to a bumper uh, action weekend of games. As I said, we're looking at seven games in total over the weekend, and I'm going to be going through all of them very, very soon indeed. But Terence, my thanks as always for joining me. We had you on a small little bit earlier, but fair play, you were. Uh, ready to go and you're a busy man there um, pulling in there on the, the side of the the road in your tractor to take the phone call and we really do appreciate it as you always do and uh, the very best of luck to everybody uh, involved in games over the coming week in Carlo. Um and enjoy the matches yourselves on Sunday and no doubt we'll probably chat to you again next Monday about who's going to be in the Carlo Senior Hurling Final
5: thanks Martin thanks very much okay all more than welcome
1: thanks for that Terence that was indeed Terence Kelly there joining us uh, to discuss the semi-finals that was coming up Um, lots of games to take part in it and if you didn't quite catch all of the details that I read out there you can go on to Carlo GAA and you'll be able to find them and they're all over their social media channels as well right I have a small little bit of time left so I can fit in somebody else to get an interview done So I am going to get him on the phone line and do that straight away. But for the time being, just have a listen to one of our promos and I'll be right back. On
0: KCL or scoreline extra weekly sport interview highlights and bonus content.
6: Um, just before I do let us go, Mickey Welch myself do a bit of fun on the on the commentaries, and we do know that Abeliaks is a great tradition with golf. I plenty of course a few times I do enjoy it, but good golfers over there. Mickey said that you told them one time you were a good
0: golfer, so our listeners now want to know to be texting them. what's the handicap?
5: Uh, 552 five, is the index.
0: Right. Well, Mrs. Murphy, if you're listening, he's a good player at 552. Five, podcasts on KCL. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Download and discover today for
1: free yeah lots of podcasts available there on scoreline as well and you'll be able to pick them all up wherever you normally get your podcasts from right hopefully I have Mr Gary Kyo from Marble City Boxing on the line with me I can hear a bit of feedback Gary how are you good if you have a radio on in the background you might just turn it off for me or turn it down a little bit because I have a little bit of feedback coming back to me that's perfect good man yourself right Yeah, perfect. Good man, Gary. Gary is on with me because obviously it's a rest period for the boxers in terms of getting ready and preparing. Um, Gary and Marble City Travel will be having a registration night coming up towards the end of August. But on a personal level, Gary has been selected last week as a coach for the Irish team to travel away to the European Championships in Slovenia next month from the 15th to the 26th of August. Gary... Fair play to you. What uh, an unbelievable achievement. And no doubt when you got the phone call or even these days with the email coming through, you must have been delighted.
6: Thanks a million, Aaron. Yeah, look, it's uh, I suppose, look, on, on a personal uh, note, it, it, look, it's a fantastic achievement. Um, now, to be honest with you, you know, it'd be, it'd be remiss of me now, you know, to forget about everyone that's kind of got us to this level, you know, without my own family, my grandfather, my father my uncle, you know, I wouldn't be here today. Um, I wouldn't be at the level that I'm at. They taught me everything I know, so, you know, it's, uh, it's as much their achievement as it is mine, but, um, and look, an awful lot of thanks goes down to the boxers in their own club. You know, the, the club is so successful at the moment that uh, the coaches have been rewarded for it too, so, look, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's a great achievement, and it's, it's, it's the ultimate honour to represent your country, especially as a coach.
1: It certainly is. Tell us, what uh, age group or what grade are we looking at with travelling over to Slovenia?
6: Yeah, so it's it's the school boys and school girls. So it's 12 and 13-year-olds will be heading over to Slovenia for the European Championships. Um, so we're actually heading off to a multi-nations training camp from the 8th to the 12th of August in Poland. First, so we'll go off there for the four or five days and we'll be competing against the majority of the countries that will be at the European Championships. Um, so we'll get we'll get to see them first up close, sparring, and then obviously we'll come back to Ireland. We won't be here long and we'll be jetting off then to Slovenia for the European Championships. So... It'll be, it'll be a busy couple of weeks. Um, it'll be very, very enjoyable and look, it'll be a phenomenal experience. Um, but what we want to do over there ultimately is to try and win medals for these boxers and help them per- perform to their, to their best and to excel.
1: Well, it's certainly great to have a Kikenny coach involved with him as well. Have we any Kikenny or Carlo participants that may or may not be travelling over to Slovenia to the European Championships?
6: Unfortunately not on this occasion Martin um, we, ha- we had one of our own boxers who was unfortunately beaten in the, in the cadet semi-final Sarah Johnson was, um, she was she was just pipped at the post I suppose on a split decision very close contest um, but the girl that actually beat her in the semi-final went on to stop her opponent in the final and has guaranteed her place on the team so look it'll be, it'll be great just to see how she performs over there and it'll kind of give us you know it'll, it'll gauge how close we really were um, and we've no doubt that next year then that maybe Sarah can, uh, can get the nod and get on to the next team
1: no doubt as well, Gary, that the the camp in Poland will certainly help yourself as a coach and that's bring back the experience, as you say, of where your boxers within the club need to get to that standard to be able to move off onto European championships as well. So that kind of experience is invaluable and something that you can't really take unless you're physically there and being able to participate in it um in the training camps. Yeah,
6: absolutely. Look, all our all our boxers in the club I suppose that's one of the things we've tried to adopt into our training over the last number of years is uh, going on these international trips, going on training camps and that, to experience different styles, you know, different uh, opposition um, that we won't meet here in Ireland. And, you know, it, it has definitely helped the boxers in our own club. This year, just gone, has been our most successful um, in, in the club's history. we, You know, we had eight boxers, reached national championships. Seven of those went on to reach national finals and we ended up coming away with five national titles this season. So we have five of the current number one boxers in the country here in Kilkenny, which is a phenomenal achievement in itself. It certainly uh, is. But yeah, like you said, going over to these training camps, and especially for myself going over there, there's different tips and tricks that, you know, you'll pick up along the way and we'll bring back, obviously, to adopting our own club going forward and to, to just help drive the club on
1: another level. Also, I did say that you were in the rest period for the club at the minute, but you are going to have a registration night towards the end of August. Any date available on that, or can you give us any details of it?
6: Yeah, at the, at the moment now, Martin, we have, we have a meeting next week with the coaches um, and we're, we're going to discuss... Um, we, we, we anticipate it will be on the 21st of August, the registration night, so Monday the 21st, and um, that's what we we anticipate the date will be. Uh, we will have all the information available on our social media, so our Facebook and our Instagram, so anyone that's looking to join the club, make sure go on and have a look on our Facebook page because once we are full, you know, we are full. Um, the club has just been inundated at the moment with requests to join Uh, We started out in 2017. You know, just to put it into perspective, we had 47 members, and just the season gone there in 2022, 23, we had 185 registered members. So,
1: wow, that's unbelievable.
6: Yeah, the the numbers have just absolutely skyrocketed. Um, And one of the things we're very proud of at the moment is we've put a lot of work into our female um, participation numbers in the boxing. Back in 2017, we had no female members. You know, and now we have 15, 20, and we're in on data with parents looking to get their daughters into the club too. So that's, you know, that's that's great for the club. Um, But yeah, look, anyone that's interested, make sure, have a look at our Facebook page, our Instagram, keep up date with all our socials and all the details will be released there very, very soon. Um, and they can get down they can register and at least secure your place in the club for
1: the coming season Exactly well said well we'll keep an eye on it and we'll remind everyone as well and you might even just send me a reminder in um, on even the Saturday or that beforehand and I'll announce it again for people who might have forgotten about it um, on that Monday before the deadline has passed but I'd say you'll be well full before that date even comes by the sounds of things Gary the very best of luck to you and the Irish team in your training camp first of all and then in the European Championships hopefully Hopefully you'll be able to uh, come back as a winning coach with lots of medals as well. And for the season going forward with yourselves in Marlborough City, we wish you the very best of luck and we will be in contact again for upcoming events throughout the rest of the year. Martin,
6: pleasure as always. Thanks for having me.
1: Good, man. Thanks a million for that, Gary. That was Gary Keogh there from Marble City Travel. And as we said, he has been selected as one of the coaches to travel away to the European Championships in Slovenia towards the end of the month. Right, we have a small little bit of housekeeping to do. When we come back, we will have the sports roundup. We'll give you all the details of live matches for the weekend. And we'll also announce this week's Electric Player of the Week. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a jiffy full time on KCL or for so thanks to the
0: full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Volkswagen.ie. Full time on KCLR, your weekend sport in review with Martin Quilty.
1: Yes, welcome back to the final part of full time here on the last day of July with myself, Martin Quilty. And we're going to do a sports roundup first of all. We're going to start with Camogie News and Carlow were crowned All Ireland under 16 B Shield winners on Saturday afternoon. The Barrowsiders ran out 4 12 to 3 6 winners over neighbours Westmeath and St Brendan's Park in Borr And also, well done to the management. Step team there as well and the Carlo Club Championships as well as the hurling will begin um, next weekend I, they may have even began last weekend but I don't have results uh, to hand at that but the very best of luck to everyone involved in Carlo In soccer the Republic of Ireland picked up their first ever point at a major women's tournament as they dug out a goalless draw against Nigeria in their final World Cup group game in Brisbane today. Vera Poe's contract is about to expire and the FAI have yet to offer clarity on whether she will remain in charge for another qualification campaign in golf Germany's Alex Ketcher defeated Podrick Harrington in a playoff to win the senior British Open at Royal Port Call Ketchup birdied the second extra hole to claim his third senior major title after he and Harrington had finished tied on five over par following a final round played in miserable wet and windy conditions and Jerry Murphy was also on to let us know following on from last weekend's All-Ireland medal winners in the 60 by 30 in the intermediate double we had winners there for Kyle Jordan and Jack Holden of Kilfane so well done to all of those Right, as we said, we have an unbelievable busy weekend of sport with seven live games taking place over the three days, and it's all going to kick off on Friday evening with the St. Canice's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round One game between Bennett's Bridge and Aaron Zone. That's on at seven o'clock in Freshford, and that'll be our first live game over the weekend. On Saturday, then we stay with the Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship at two o'clock in Ballyhale. It's Ballyhale Shamrocks taking on Glenmore, while at four o'clock out in the Kells Road it's going to be Dixborough taking on Clara then on Sunday the 6th of August at 12.30pm also in the Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship it's Danesford versus Mullinavat. that's on in Dunhamagan while Tullaroan versus O'Loughlins has a 3pm throw-in that is on in Clara and as we said earlier the JJ Kavanagh and Sons Carlos Senior Hurling Championship semi-final doubleheader in Netwatch, Cullen Park has Mount Leinster Rangers versus Town Gales at 2 o'clock while St. Mullins take on Ballin Killen with a 3.45pm throw-in there. And all of those games are live with ourselves on... KCLR so tune in don't forget it right KCLR is also digging into the archives this summer bringing you the best specialist shows from years gone by with some very special and familiar names and voices tune in all across July and August for your chance to hear these classic favourites this summer on KCLR tomorrow evening which is Tuesday August the 1st we have part 4 of Oh Sugar Sugar that will be on just after the 6 o'clock news on Wednesday then which is the 2nd we will have week four of the 1967 All-Ireland Final on Thursday the 3rd of August then it's full circle with special guest Liam O'Main Lee there um, and that is going to be something special to tune into obviously then John Keane with The Breakfast Show is going to be live from Super Value in Lock By from 12 to 4 on this coming Friday so if you're around pop in to Super Value and John will be there as well with the show. Mr. Owen Carey is in the building. He is back from his Hollybobs, and he is going to be bringing you all the tunes on full time. And he's here from 7 to 10 p.m. This evening, we have a hectic week ahead of ourselves. We also have... The Electric Player of the Week that is going to be announced very soon. And I just want to make sure that I'm not skipping over anything or forgetting um, anybody. But I don't think that I am. But I actually, I have because I have a quick break to take. So don't go anywhere because I'm going to take the break. And when we come back, we are going to announce this week's Electric Player of the Week. Don't go anywhere.
0: Full-time on KCLR. For so thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahard's, the home of Volkswagen in Kenny, LaHart's Volkswagen.ie Full-Time on KCLOR, your weekend sport in review with Martin Coulsey.
1: Yes, welcome back into the final part of full time. Slightly early for the news as it is coming up near seven o'clock, but we still have plenty of time to get there. It is now time that we do this. So, without further ado, let's do the electric player of the week. As usual, drum roll, please. This week's electric player of the week, in association with the all-new electric Skoda Enyaq range at Lehart Skoda Kilkenny, visit leharts.ie is Carlo Under 16 Camogie Team. This week, the honour goes to Carlo's under-16 Camogie girls because they won the All-Ireland B Shield final after a stunning comeback against Westmead at the weekend. And we couldn't just pick an individual. So for the first time ever, we have a team. So keep an eye on the KCLR socials just after 7 o'clock this evening for your chance to win a €100 Euro cash prize. And congratulations once again to Carlo under-16 Camogie team. For more details, see our sports website, Score. Dot forward slash electric. Right, that's about it from myself on Full Time this evening. My thanks to all of the guests, to Jack Cor who was in studio with me earlier on, to Sean Dempsey, to Terence Kelly, to Gary Keogh and everybody who was helping here as well in the studio, to Vanessa, Amy and Shannon as always were are here to keep me saying uh, ...enjoy the sport... ...as we said it's going to be a busy weekend for all of our sports team... ...I'm going to be in Freshford on Friday night... ...for the first of our live games... ...between Bennetts Bridge and Aaron's own... ...as I said Owen Carey is pointing at the watch... ...he will be here... ...belting out tunes from 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock... ...with fully loaded... ...and Owen I'm well on time even... ...for the news good sir... ...which is a surprise... ...but if you want details of all of the matches... Go to our dedicated sports website. It is scoreline.ie, and you will be able to pick up all of the games that is going on this weekend coming. And as I said, it starts off with uh, the senior hurling game in Freshford on Friday evening. There is a load of games then, with six uh, in total then over the two days. We have two on Sunday, both of them in the Kilkenny hurling. League one in Ballyhale, one in the Kells Road and then we have the four games on Sunday. Dunamagon, Clara and Netwatch Cullen Park for that double header. Right, that is it for me to take my leave of absence. We are going to be back next week. We're into August. Tomorrow is the first day of August. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your sport over the weekend and we'll see you again next Tuesday evening. So, let's go to the news.